Welcome to How to Become More Podcast. Well, hello, everybody. Francois from How to Become More Podcast with our great guest, Andy Hoffman, today. Welcome, everybody. Happy to have you here. And like always, we're getting entrepreneurs fired up to continue to do what it is that they do best. Someone's waiting for your message. Someone's waiting for you. Sometimes life is hard and we want to keep on going. This is a place where we can find out how to strap our boots right back up and go and hit the market and make sure that we make the difference that we were meant to be. Today, I'd like to say welcome to Andy Huffman, and we're going to talk about change your mind, change your life. Andy, welcome. Francois, I'm so happy to be here. I hope we will make a difference in people's lives. Thank you so much. That's why we're connecting so well, you and I. We want to make difference in people's lives to help them get better with it. That's awesome. Cool. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, personal and professional background, so we can set the stage for where we're going to be going with this. From the mindset point of view, I really want to go back to my past a bit. As, okay. uh, as I was growing up, I had a minefield in front of me at home. It was, there was so much criticism. There was my father who was not around much, but when he was around, he always called me for not doing things right or not doing things that I didn't know about. And mm. probably early on in life, I must have decided that something is wrong with me inherently. And when I found myself not, you know, not hitting the standards, and these were sometimes unwritten rules, then I must have decided that I'm not good enough. And this was pretty much setting me up on a wrong footing with the rest of the three decades that came after. And my kind of coping mechanism was to get away from the house, to become a high achiever in sports, running marathons and winning a championship in basketball at age 13 to impress my father, my grandfather, but they didn't have love or didn't have care or they, they didn't know, the vocabulary didn't have, well done son, congratulations. Like I've never heard that from them. Mm. So, that must have been hard for sure. And especially when we're young and impressible, you know, our, our patriarchs, our figures to whom we look forward to. The interesting part is I'm Canadian and, and you're European. And sometimes communication is different. I had a lot of Italian friends and they came into Canada and it was the same thing as you. The bar was high all the time. And, and at one point when we got older, we talked to the parents and he says, but well, that's the only way I knew what to love you. I wanted you to succeed. I didn't have what you had. And so their limitation, they were seeing life through some lenses and that was distorting their view. And therefore our perception was not the same as what they wanted. We're not talking the same language. They were for lack of a better uh, word, speaking Chinese and we're speaking German. So it, it, it doesn't connect. There was no connection, but it's, it's, it's an interesting point. And, Nevertheless, even though we, I, I am not in the blaming game, but nevertheless, there's consequences. And from that, you were hurt. And many people feel that way. And, they, and they, many people feel that way, that, ah, I didn't get the best myself. 
I am a Canadian, <laughs> Canadian gold medal champion in Taekwondo and my parents did not even come to, to my competition. What? <laughs> this is un, unreal. Uh, but that's okay. It's, it is what it is. My father was a doctor. He was busy. He couldn't come. So he didn't come. So uh, hmm. I was used to that. Like we have to make do with those realities. But nevertheless, unless we face them, look at them, do something about it, then it becomes a, a hindrance rather than become something that's good. I like to say we change our stumbling blocks into stepping stones. And I think that's one of the things that you, you, you actually do. Uh, what would happen if you unlock your true potential? That, that's one of the things. Expand on this if you may. It's very powerful what you're saying. And, and maybe I just refer back a bit to my family tree because these generational patterns are ruining lives, especially mm. most people are unaware of them. So if, you, if you're watching this and you're looking for new results in your life, probably there could be someone helping you to point out your blind spots. Let me help you. My grand-grandfather was an alcoholist, a bad one. My grandfather, to compensate, he's become a, a man of rules. So he has taken alcohol maybe three times a year, tiny amount, but he started this strict life. Then, unfortunately, he ended up in, uh, in Russian labor camps in the after the second world war then he had even more rules that was imposed on him i remember in 1990 that is 45 years after the war this man was forcing me to eat every bit of food on the plate and then i was allowed to drink because that was the kind of rules that he's taken on and the mind does not change unless we really question ourselves that is this serving me to have this rule in my life? And these two, my father and grandfather, they've been fighting all the time. So had a pretty nice, uh, you know, two male figures. And my father was disowned, both of them full of fears, never feeling good enough. And then I came into the picture. And of course, I've taken even more limitations in this setup. So I ended up being insecure. I blushed if I was about to speak in front of more than three or four people. And I was, this self-doubt was a splinter in my mind. And that was a reflection of my life for 20 or 30 years coming up. Wow. You said, you said the, you dropped a nugget there that was interesting. And that I think is good for everybody. And everybody has different experiences. You were uh, with family things, relationships, others might be with business, schools, it doesn't really matter. But one thing I liked about what you said is, is this serving me? The introspection that comes from analyzing a situation, situation we don't feel good, we says, oh, is this serving me? And by doing this, our awareness increases. And then as we analyze this, we say, well, no, it's not serving me. So now we can make a decision. Do I let it go? If I can't let it go, do I see someone like uh, Ende to actually help me to change it? Or what do I do? But at least the introspection starts. And I like that thing that you said, we all have rules that, that are all around us, but are they serving me? And if they're not, let's change them. Absolutely. I love it. Very powerful. Or, or we can even drill down to any experience in your life. Now, if you're getting triggered, and you're looking for a new experience 
you want to really ask yourself, am I overreacting? Or whose rules I'm using now to react rather than create that gap in consciousness to choose the way you respond where you have probably more options than the old reaction that you may have been doing for hundreds of times. I love it. This what you just said is is very um, it shows that you are uh, you studied the material for a long time and, and you understand it. My mom used to say it in a different way. She used to say, turn your tongue seven times before you respond. <laughs> so what she was telling me is increase the lapse in between what just happened and how you're going to react to it. And so my mom was just a simple mom. She loved us, but she had this awareness of it's not good to react right away. It says, and, and that's what she said. Turn your tongue seven times in your mouth before you respond. And that gave you time to assess. Am I too reacting? Am I overreacting? So isn't it great that many people, even in simplistic term, can give us ideas that are very profound in helping us bridge that gap of acting too quick or more thinking about what we're going to do first. I love it. Absolutely. Cool. And maybe just a hands-on example for you. I've seen someone recently and, and he was complaining to me that he has to take these files in his workplace to this office or a supervisor five or six times a day. And, and I said to him, you know, the experience was a struggle. Why I have to do this so much resistance. And I said, what if you just change the experience? And I said, you know, do you need to take the lift? And I said, well, what if you could change this to a daily exercise? You could get away from your desk. You could walk up the stairs and do something for yourself. And it's the same thing that you're doing, but the meaning and the emotions are how you explain it to yourself that inner voice is a brand new experience. You could love it. And Isn't that got great? The idea. So, so what you're telling people is that basically we're not victims. We can take control, but we need to first be aware of what's going on. But we can take control. So that's that's a um, how do you say a message of hope for many people. It says it's hopeless. It's hopeless. That's a reaction that's having. But by that introspection, I like you change the experience. This is something that is really nice. I, I appreciate that. Do you have any examples of maybe clients that came to you? over and above the one that you just told me that can when they change the experience it transformed their lives some might take longer to transform some transform just like that but any other examples because i'm and the reason i'm asking this and this is because oftentimes when we we present just one example people might say oh uh, that's for them but if you have many examples it's, oh it applies to other aspects of life as well maybe you can share some of them to enlighten our people. I worked with someone just three days ago and she came to see me about over a year ago and probably she was not ready and she was not able to connect with people for most of her life, feeling abandoned, having some kind of shame. Hmm. And we started to uncover what was going on under the surface. And what we found, there was I call a root cause, an event in her life 
well before probably this life. And at that place, she felt intimidated, condemned by men. Because this problem came up, you know, with relation to men. And she was able to become conscious about the event itself. And also from why she was so reactive, so reserved around men and around everyone, isolating herself. It is a decision that she has made that something is wrong with me and mm. I've done something wrong. Imagine wow. this is a virus in someone's mind living. She's 50, 55 years old. She's lived her life with that, I call a virus in her mind. And that shaped the experiences that she had. Moreover, she was attracting more and more events that unfortunately life was teaching her about her own limitation. Because life yeah. is a mirror. So are you able to look into that mirror? Because I understand it can be very painful sometimes to reflect and ask the hard questions. I like what you say, life is a mirror and and for myself. And again, when, when people hear the same thing in different ways, it helps them. Yeah, I say when you, the results you get in your life are a reflection of you. If you don't like the results, don't blame them. Look at you and says, hmm, what is it that I am doing that is creating those results? And now you are empowered to do something rather than blame the circumstances where nothing changes. Blame this, blame the economy, blame COVID. Well, you're powerless doing that. But if you say, hey, what am I doing to trigger this? And then you find out now you can start doing something about it. I talk about taking responsibility. Now, finally, you can do something about it. And it's not a failure to recognize that what you were doing was wrong before. That's okay. It's actually liberating. <laughs> oh, this is what I was doing wrong. And so now you can create, as you said, is this serving me? No, it's not. So then you can create and change the experience. I love the way you express it, and it's, it's absolutely awesome. I love it. Very insightful, Francois. I, I maybe I would go just one step back. Okay. How you do it, or whoever is thinking about how I'm doing or how I'm showing up. Like in this example, this woman has tried everything, like myself, mm -hmm. to transform herself. And it was not in the doing. You may have heard Buddhism have this wonderful triangle of being, doing and having the outcome that you want. And I think it applies to most of our lives. And, and that being is identity. And identity is so tied to the beliefs that you have. Because unfortunately, if I refer back to myself, I was doing my best to overcome these limiting ideas that have been planted into my mind early on in life. And it cost me over $100,000 and I could not resolve them for the next 20 or 25 years. Wow. And I caused a lot of suffering. I moved countries. I have failed businesses. I've done my spiritual journey to... Uh, find answers and I didn't realize my identity 
some call it self-image, but basically my beliefs during the way about seeing reality in another way, that maybe I'm good enough and I could lead or even have a public speaking gig like this one. Now, this was unthinkable for me five years ago. Nice. I love it. Now, you and I agree on, on that thing. And that's one of the reasons why my website is called How to Become More. Be. How to Become More. It starts with you. And when you when you notice at first, some people says, oh, that hurts because I have to look in the mirror now. Maybe, but <laughs> that's where the solution starts because it starts with you. If you're not there, nothing exists. So I, I appreciate that. Life is a mirror that you mentioned about. That's cool. So let's go for another question. What gets you fired up as an entrepreneur? Why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Well, I have been through a lot of struggles myself. And when I realized there is a way out of limitations in the mind, which unfortunately have always been creating my life and my results. But I have to say, I didn't know this until five years ago. I decided that I will turn my 34 years of struggle around feeling unworthy, not feeling good enough. As I said, the inner self-doubt, the lack of self-belief, lack of self-confidence. I said, I will help others who are ready. And that requires commitment, I have to say, to turn this experience into a 6-12 months rapid transformation of self-worth to really be able to multiply your impact in life and business and to be able to finally, and this was a big one, to finally arrive to this peaceful place with yourself and connect with others, which I couldn't do until I started to connect to myself. Nice. And just one example, how bad it was for me the disconnection like imagine with this childhood like i wasn't going too well that self-image or that beingness wasn't in the right place so when it came to making decision about what i'm going to do with my life after university then i said well i don't know what i want to do but if i have money i'm better off not knowing what i want to do so you really need to find out what you love or what your passion is. I lost five years in banking and becoming a fixed income broker to to realize this was the money trap that I just went for because I was I didn't have a clue who I was or what I want to do with my life. So work on that if you if if, if that helps you. Nice. Find that passion project that could become your business. So clarity is definitely a foundation for the direction I want to go. If you're not sure where you're going to go, then any road is going to get you there. But yes, and and I think schools are not helping to find yourself. I'm sorry to say uh, I've worked with a lot of people and I found a lot of limitations, bullying, criticism not getting it right 100 percent the perfectionism a lot of it comes 
and, and I'm talking about 70-80% of the population, has those patterns from school. When they found themselves not delivering to the level that either mom or dad expected, or that 100% that the school was trying to put front of them. I love this. And if I may, there's two things. I'm going to talk about school that you talked about. And when we go to school, you need to strive for the 100%. If you don't, you're almost ridiculed. If you get 60%, people laugh at you. Ha ha ha, dummy, dummy. And oh, it's like very challenging as a child. And so because it's ingrained with so deep emotions, because for me, emotions are an integrator of circumstances. And the more emotions that we have with a, a, an event, the deeper it gets with us. And then, so we realize that we can't fail. We need to be good. Then we become entrepreneurs. And guess what? An entrepreneur, you fail every day. You try this, it doesn't work. You try that, it doesn't work. You, and so at first, it literally fries your brain. And that's why so many people fail in business because of that school paradigm that is to them that unless you're 100%, you're no good. But in business, it's the opposite. Out of 10 things, eight of them will fail. And out of two of them that left, one's going to be okay. And the other one, you're going to knock it out of the park. But this is contrary to years of education, as you said, in school. And so I'm not knocking school. I think that school is good. I'd rather to have a good student in medicine operate on me than someone that <laughs> didn't go to any of his classes and all of a sudden he's got a scalpel. This is going to be, <laughs> let's escape the place. So school has its place. So that's one thing you mentioned. Then at 17 minutes, you mentioned something that's help those who are ready. May I unpack and give you an example that is, eh, it might be different because it's, it's uh, very, um, how do you say, uh, uh, it's a big picture. Imagine a boat, a big boat with lots of people, let's say even the Titanic, sinks. And you're in a boat, you're lucky enough that you were in a boat, and then you see all these people in the water. And the question is, and don't judge me for this, ladies and gentlemen, but listen to this. I said, who are you going to save first? And you decide what you want, but I'm going to give you some information and find out about this. Some people say, oh, someone that's really almost drowning, you go for them and help them out. Well, I'm a lifeguard and I know that if you go to someone that is very debating, he might grab you and drown you. That, that's, that's one thing. Like it or not, that's a reality of lifeguard. But who are you going to save? Check this out. The people that are swimming towards the boat. As they're swimming towards the boat, you grab one, you grab two, you grab three, you grab four. Guess what? Then you're two, you're three, you're four, you're five, you're six now to rescue the other ones. So going with the people that are ready, help the people that are ready. So all the entrepreneurs listening to this right now, don't go against the current. What you got is priceless. And then what you have is priceless. And as you have things that are priceless, well, Let's make sure that the people that are coming to you for it, you serve them first. Then you're becoming an army of people that can help even more people. This is something that will transform your business. Actually, let's, let's go there right now. When you decided, MD, to change your business model for helping people that wanted it, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear and you started to focus on this. How did your business take off compared to when the struggle of before? such a great insight. I was lucky because I had a, an amazing mentor 
and he has been teaching me that I should not really spend too much time with people who are not ready to change. I might be able to bring in my own example of all of the money I spent on personal development events, on weekend seminars for 10 years. I was still not committed to make that mindset change. And what has got me committed was the most possible pain that I could experience in my life. It was seeing my family being skeptical that I will ever change or I will ever get results. And mm. I had this hard working pattern. I worked six days, I worked 60, 70 hours. And I one day I realized, I remember I got home that week i was working nights to make more money and i fell asleep at the wheel pretty bad but luckily that was not an accident that was on monday then wednesday i got home i was absolutely exhausted and my son asked me when are you gonna play with me and as usual i kind of ignored him and i went to do my home business which was sitting in front of the screens this took me about 16, 17 hours of my life. I was telling myself, I'm doing the home business to break out of the job. But the side hustle never made money. And that was going on like that for years. And the lowest moment in my life when I was getting together with my sons to tell bedtime stories. And I remember that night again, I was falling asleep. And I allowed my children to slap me in the face if, if I'm not finishing the story or not finishing the sentence. And, you know, they were really young. So it has become a slapping competition. It was very sad. And, you know, at that night, I remember I was crying because I realized I've become exactly like my dad. Wow. And for the for the previous three decades or four decades, this is the I was going the opposite way all along, and I've become an absolute copy of him working, stressed, fearful, insecurities, doubting myself, not on my purpose, wasting my time, not connecting with my children, and especially not inspiring them to anything. Wow. This is this is interesting. So now let's turn this around. How did you turn this around? Because, you know, we all have challenges, all of us, all entrepreneurs. But now you're putting family and everything in it. You're, you're, you're being holistic about the fact that it's not just one part, but it had repercussions on other parts of your life. How did you turn this around? What did you do? T tell us, enlighten us, get us out of that dark pit that you were in. And now, obviously, you're radiating with much better life. And so tell us so we can also gain courage from your courage that you managed to do this. Ransa, I, I decided that no more. I can't tolerate this anymore. I decided that this would be my single and only objective in my life if I, because I didn't, I didn't believe that change is possible. If I can resolve this, I will not spare any expenses. I will do whatever it takes to tidy up my head or my heart. And I didn't know even what I needed to do. And later on, finally, I was able to invest into myself with a wonderful 
very powerful mindset expert, or some call it transformational coach, who has been able to separate me from these limiting beliefs that were crippling in my life, my relationships, and by that time, my health. Because I had major health issues around with my shoulders doing that whole job. And wow. I said, this is the only single thing that I will achieve in my life. Then I didn't live for nothing. That's amazing. And what I like on this is that you said you reached out for someone else that was good at something. So absolutely, he had the results. And this is the other thing that maybe you you're looking for help. You're looking for someone to help you really look at the results that these people have. So yes, you're not like wasting that. your money and time and efforts. Results is the name of the game. Doesn't matter the certification, the this, the that. What are the results that are being done? And as we say this for others, we have to say this for ourselves as well. What are the results that I'm having? And to, I love coming full circle with what you have talked about. You have to, if the rule is not serving you for the result, change the rule. And if the experience is not right, change the experience. And since life is a mirror, you know, you need to have a way out of your limitations. I'm just uh, rereading uh, re the notes that I've taken down, the gems that you have talked about, because that's what they are. Each of us have limitations and they're different for all of us, but they're still there. And when we ad address them, we can solve them. If we ignore them, they're going to eat us alive. And one day, like you said, you woke up crying and you says, man, I'm exactly like the man I did not want to be. But now you turned it around. And so I love the fact that you decided uh, that word. You says, I says, what'd you do? You said, I decided, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is powerful. Like you wouldn't believe when you make a decision, that's when things starts to change. Unless you make a decision, things keep on going the way they are. But making the decision is the beginning of a new journey. I absolutely love it. Yes. And I would, I would say probably I call commitment is a wonderful word here to, and I would say I had a lot of problems to say, but that 10 out of 10 commitment was not there before. I thought I was telling to myself, I'm working on this. I bought the books. I spent a lot of money on seminars. I've done a whole heap of personal development. But the problem is this, and, and this is a huge trap for a lot of entrepreneurs again, that when you spend all that money through seminars, and I, I have no issues with seminars, you take your own perception into that seminar. <laughs> and if you have those limitations in front of your six senses, then the subconscious mind has this terrible nature. It will start to filter the information that's presented to you to keep you the old way that served its purpose. And you may not get those outcomes that you're looking for from books and seminars because you are not getting the value out of it or the most important parts that could change your life. I love it. I love it. One of the ways that I explain this and maybe you tell me if that if that resonates, I say when people 
are trying to change and doing something. For example, they want to swim. They want to learn how to swim. So they go on YouTube and they watch all the videos on YouTube. They know all this stuff. It's perfect. And it's the Mark Spitz, the, the winner champion of the world is teaching you on YouTube how to go swimming. But I'm telling you, until you get in the water and you swallow some of it and you, <coughs> you cough a little bit, you're never going to learn how to swim. You need to actually do it and have an experience that your body will assimilate the knowledge. And unless it assimilates, nothing happens. That's why I say for information to create transformation, we need integration. And that integration is personal. We need to do it ourselves. And at first it feels awkward. And I love what you said. At first, the mind says, I don't want this. Stop it. Stop. I'm, I'm good now. I'm not bleeding. I'm okay. I don't want this. No, no, no. This is for the better. And so as it's integrated through emotion and repetition, we're creating a transformation, which I like to say that now the autopilot response is one that is in harmony with where we want to go rather than one that's driving us in the ditch again and again. Absolutely. And, and if you're watching us or listening to us, I, I would want to challenge you now and ask yourself, what is running? untethered in your mind what are those recurring thoughts that or stories that run in your head because i can tell you that they shape your experiences and they act as a magnet to experiences in your life and if you want to go even one step behind it then what are the dwelling place for you what are those emotions that seem to surface from your heart that you feel in your body, in your mind? Was that uncomfortable place where you don't want to go to? That's exactly where the breakthrough is. To get rid of that, to drop it forever. I love and it. Continue. Go ahead. And, and that's what, where the mind, your mind, would never want to go to. That is the big black box, which is, ah, oh, it's too hard to deal with. I will just distract myself from doing something much more important in my business. Distracting we, ourselves with that thought. Like, you know, inside, you are not showing up. You're really not doing and sometimes this could turn into procrastination. Wonderful stories of how much work you're doing, tidying up the house, tidying up your desk, but avoiding those sales calls that may be too painful because they bring up those old patterns of rejection or it's unsafe. Now you're yes. able to get rid of those and release it. You have a new life. Nice. I like to say uh, just that, and it's fun. We're using different terms to or stories to illustrate the same concept. I like to say that the cave that you fear to enter holds the treasures that you seek. And so when you come with someone like Ande or myself, what we do is we go in the cave with you and we turn on the light. And then when the light is on, now you see. And then the, the stones that are there which were the stumbling blocks. When you would come in in darkness, you'd hurt yourself. Now with the light, we're seeing where they are. And then we can rearrange them from stumbling blocks to stepping stones and enable you to get to the next level. I love how you explain it. 
and I normally just uh, explain it by I hold your hand while we are uncovering your true potential and finding what are behind those negative mind viruses or stories that are running because Francois and myself, I believe we can find the root of it. And if you ever seen a garden, and I hope you did, you know, when you want to get rid of the weed, we're not trimming it at the top. If you're able to pull it by the root and get rid of it, you have a so much better to prepare that soil to plant something you want plant the right seeds and if you prepare the seed the soul or i would say your mind will do what it need, what it's best to do it will grow you the plant the exact result that you're looking for with the right seeds and the soil prepared fertilized ready to help you with the results that you're looking for. This is so good. I love that expression that you said. And so many times, we're, I, I call it like taking shortcuts. You say, if there's weeds in the garden, you don't just cut the weeds on the top. You need to uproot them, take them out from the roots. And how many times as individual, because I said, oh, oh, this is not good. I'm just gonna take it out, but it's coming back again. That means we just cut the weed rather than unrooted it. And I'll venture to say that we cannot do it alone. I can't do it for myself. You can't do it for you. No one listening right now can say, oh, I'm happy. And then Francois just told me what to do. So I'm gonna uproot my roots. The thing is, interestingly enough, and this is one of the things I do with the cure, C-U-R-E number two is you uncover hidden challenges that's their characteristics they're hidden and because they're hidden we don't see them and if we don't see them how are we going to take them out having someone else's perspective helps us tremendously i like to say people think about this when you see people that have problems don't you see how easy it is to solve their problems oh do this do that it's so easy but when it's us <laughs> we can't do it because we're not seeing it's hidden to us but it's flagrant to someone else and especially a trained expert like you and they you can see and says hey look this is what's happening oh okay so now it can be addressed i absolutely love it don't ladies and gentlemen don't cut the weeds uproot them root them out and that's the way to do it. and as i said you can't do it alone so you need someone like andy to help you doing this this is awesome i absolutely love it cool so two things go ahead two things came to mind while you were explaining this I see a lot of therapies out there and some conventional therapies that is working on the surface, doing the trimming. And, ah. and I tend to see people coming to me where they are telling me that I've been working on this, I've resolved this. And, and when I create that safe space, I ask five questions and they are full of these. The emotion is up on the surface. It tells me, well, they haven't resolved it. Mm. They, they thought they did, but the root is still a festering wound, which has not been, uh, which has not been resolved. 
And and if you are listening to us, and just there's if there's one takeaway from this today, you really can't do this on your own. And Francois and myself, we know that unfortunately on earth you were given a human mind with the six senses and watch this you're missing 99% of the information in front of you mm. you will literally fry your brain there is so much information out there that your mind is trying to help you by automating it's trying to help you to eliminate the irrelevant part of life and i can tell you that the irrelevant part that it's deleting or distorting is exactly where your new results are and if you use the same filters or we could say beliefs you're never going to see them and this is why i'm guessing francois and myself were investing into someone who is helping us to have a demonstration tool if I'm walking around with this filter, <laughs> and then this was my filter for 30 years of my life that I need to prove myself. Like I could never figure out that the issue is, the root of the issue is that I've never felt good enough. So, so for everybody listening right now, just because it's powerful, what Andy did, he, was, he put on some glasses that had some yellow lenses. So therefore distorting the view of the reality because of the lenses. So, because sometimes it's just audio, I want to make sure not everybody misses on that great point. Andy. And someone had to take off the filter so I can see real colors, or let's say the reality that serves me the way I want it. And, and I believe that's the biggest challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, business leaders, that there's one, they know consciously what they want. They have those targets, probably they've worked out. There's, there's a lot of trainings out there that, hey, you need to set your goal because then you could power forward for it. But unfortunately, you are given this human mind and that has a very different agenda. That will love to keep the old I would say they will, this mind will always deliver you on your subconscious <clears throat> needs, probably the emotions that you've been carrying from the past and those beliefs that are you are unaware of, always veers you off back to those old results that you, well, you know, familiar, too familiar ones. That's Make amazing. I love it. And interestingly enough, uh, I'm showing my cell phone right now and on our cell phone, we're all familiar with Google Maps. It's something that can direct you. Whenever you take the Google Maps, what it does, it says, where do you want to go? And he says, I want to go to wherever you want to go. Let's say California. Okay. Then the second question is asked is, where are you now? And unless you know where you are, it's not going to be able to calculate the route or the route. Sorry. Now, interestingly enough, one day. I'm thinking this and I'm in town here and I, I asked for an address and it goes and it tells me I'm going to be there in two hours. I live in a small town. It says two hours. How can this be? And then I noticed that it was making me walk rather than the car. So with this illustration and the, is the fact that the baggage that we have 
is sometimes that. You want to go to a location to the other says two hours, I'll never do this and you quit. But it's because the parameters were set on walking. But if you drive, it's five minutes or 10 minutes. How different it is. So if someone can change the parameters of who we are at the beginning and end it, one thing I love about this conversation today is that you've been through, let's put it this, you've been through hell. But the thing is, you didn't stop there. You kept going and you got out and now you can leading the way of people by your experience and the results that you're getting yourself and you're getting to others. So that when people says, I want to go over there, it's good to know the destination, but let's know the starting point. And unless the starting point is evaluated properly and dealt with, then we never know how we're going to get there. So Andy, you're a pro at doing this. I salute you. Uh, just, just for now, if I put, uh, for example, the, uh, your website into the, the chat right now. So people, it's a uh, doctor of self worth.com. This Correct. is, yes. yeah, absolutely. That's one of the ways for people to get a hold of you, but I just put it in now. I'm not finished. I want, I want to ask more questions. I feel like you're such an interesting person. I want to find out more just about the different things. Go ahead. Just one thing on that example. Yes. If you have that Google on your phone. Yes. You actually have a Formula One car, a Ferrari. And probably you are walking. Isn't that and crazy? the Ferrari is left in the garage. Because you've got the human mind. I have pretty much genetically and Francois and Anthony Robbins has the same type of mind. Now, what could be the difference? Mm. What is installed in that mind? How do you use that mind? Have you been taught how to get what you want with consistency in your life where you are using emotions as fuel to the car? Are you able to use stories that are propelling you forward to the life that you want? And I don't know you, if you're listening now, you have those capabilities, you have a similar mind that any one of us has this on has this planet but we have not been told how to use it and this is why you better invest into learning things that will probably never be taught in school and there's cutting edge tools out there these days with francois or myself i love it invest in what's never been taught in school. You said you spend money. I spent over $200,000 on myself and personal and professional development. And the reason I'm saying this is not to impress people, but to say that because I did, you don't need to. And because and they did, you don't need to. People have paid the price. And so now they have shortcuts that it can show you. We don't need to go through this world fe fearing it and, and with ball and chain, so to speak, that we're dragging, dragging, and it's stopping us from fly the way we are. I, like you, believe that we have perfection inside of us, but it's buried with virus codes, limitation, limiting beliefs, self-doubts, and all these things are stopping us. And you're the expert and the, at helping people remove these things. And then ah, they can breathe, they can smile, they can live and enjoy this wonderful life and the journey that they're designed to do. I appreciate uh, what you're doing for this. It's, it, it's awesome. So what words of encouragement or advice would you give a struggling entrepreneur? Seek help. Hmm. Reach out to someone who is a master at mindset 
and, I, and I'm telling you this because there's another big trap and we talked about this the what do I need to do trap the what do I need to do how do I need to do it I call strategies key very important part of getting results in business but there's a bigger part that it's not talked much about and that is mindset and I would say it is 70-80% mindset your success formula and 20-30% absolutely you need the right strategies what and how to do in your business to bring in the results but as, as I go back to as we talked about the mind you literally will be sabotaging your best strategies while you are you have not healed you have not transformed your mind and i see that a lot this is so amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna use i got these two plastic tubs right now that i'm showing one is half the size of the other and basically what i tell people this is you which is the small one and this is the course that you buy which is the big one let's say for simple numbers you're earning a hundred thousand dollars a year and you buy this course they're going to show you how to earn two hundred thousand dollars a year and then you start to pour it into you what's going to happen it's going to overflow and then you're going to say well i'm not getting the results that this thing was telling me i was going to get well let's not blame this thing this is not the problem this is what needs to happen you need to get bigger yourself when you get bigger then people can start to pour things and you can hold it it is a graphic explanation so people that are listening to us right now one is twice the size as the other and if you if you pour the twice the size it's going to overflow but if you turn it around and you grow yourself bigger how with the help of someone else and when you do that then you can start to handle more things you become more actually and that's the difference between being stuck and thriving we have perfection inside of us this this world is absolutely great and many people struggle and now all of us at the uh, that hear our the sound of our voice if you are struggling you're struggling needlessly unless you do something about it and end day is one to actually get a hold of at uh, the doctors of selfworth.com the, the it's in the chat you'll be able to get a hold of him i'm sure you must give people uh, uh, an evaluation or what do you call it a, a um a call for them to discuss with you to find out how you can help them is there such a thing that you do ending absolutely if you're looking for me hashtag doctor of self-worth would help you to find me on across most social medias facebook and linkedin are the biggest one uh, and also you can find my website also i have a free uh, ebook to transform your self-worth which i believe is the blueprint for new results in your life because self-worth self-image self-esteem i believe they are uh, they're highly connected and you need to tidy up i've seen so many uh business owners business leaders who are to keep buying new programs and even when they have success they start the usual roller coaster ride when the identity or that self-image is not supporting the new results that they are looking for so even the done for you programs 
they they get to a certain level of success and the glass healing that hits them on the head and then they start to fall again and then <laughs> there's a bushfire then take it out so that they, they have this band of a certain figure there is sometimes 150 to 200k entrepreneurs there's a 500 to 1 mil now make that shift is to do with the mind it's not really around strategies most of the time make that shift i love it i i have a, and as i said i love the way that you explain things i have one i call people have a financial thermostat there's a thermostat in this room and if i open the window because it's cold here this time of year it's going to notice that the temperature goes down the furnace is going to start start only thing i have to do is shut the window and it's going to bring it right back to where it's at and we have the same thing with our thermostat of finances unless it is reprogrammed if we get too high we're going to self-sabotage and right bring it right back down and that's what end day is is fantastic at doing i love it you see your clients my clients are in good hands and I'm happy that you're taking good, good care of them. This is fantastic. Any words or any actually last, uh, no, before that, let's go for a fun part. <laughs> I, I like this fun part. If you had a superpower, what would it be and why? Uh, probably I would live almost multiple lives. I have been working with a master who can teach this to be at multiple locations at once. So wow. I could really be on purpose <laughs> doing my transformation work and probably uh, parallelly I could spend maybe more time with my children or even pursue my hobbies and, and, and things that I would love to experience as an adventure. But of nice. course, uh, I'm staying at one place and uh, I like the challenge of that one. You can be in, in, in many places at the same time using Zoom or StreamYard <laughs> or videos. We can be Ooh. in many places. And this is such a blessing that we have to be able to impact lives that before we would not ever have been able to. So I'm, 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 I'm excited with this. Lastly, what legacy would you like to leave for future generations and why? A powerful question. I do have an orphanage product, uh, a project it's called uh, Visit Orphans Today on Facebook. And I had this idea 10, 15 years ago that I wanted to touch lives when there are no resources at present. So I'm building that community where I call people to visit and have a human experience of giving what they can when they are in the vicinity of orphanages around the planet and, wow. and that's something that i want to expand on and help those orphans who have probably lack of resources and unfortunately i have to say scarcity mindset which i want to of course work on the mindset piece as well but you know imagine how your self worth you you could boost yourself by spending just 10 or 20 30 dollars at a time in locations that for you is just a overseas holiday but for them it could be life-changing and of course give what you can show up at the door with you know full of heart and make a difference but on the other hand as a mindset specialist the doctor of self-worth yes i would love to touch 
more lives. I want to expand the idea that change is possible and it does not need to take hundreds of thousands of dollars and it does not need to take 20, 30, 50 years of your life, which I come across a lot, unfortunately. Wow. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I can feel deep in your heart that you want to make a difference in people's lives. And it shows that through your experience, expertise, your results are actually making it happen. So ladies and gentlemen, doctorsofselfworth.com. This is Enday Hoffman. You can get a hold of him and in the chat, not in the chat, but in the description, I've put all the ways to connect with him. There's many of them. So reach out. He has an opportunity to assess wherever you're at. I would strongly recommend you take him up on this because it's going to be a journey of opening your eyes to things that you don't know. Remember what I said? Uncover hidden challenges and Andy can help you do that. Andy, thank you so much for coming here today. I appreciate you. Continue to do what you're doing and it makes a real difference. Thank you so much. I love the Francois. Yes. Thank appreciate you. And so forth. Great. And for everybody else, Thank you for coming. We appreciate you listening. More importantly, if you have things from the inside, you have nudges of things, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. I invite you, take action, make a decision to change your life. It is in your hand. And if you need help, seek help. And But keep moving, keep moving. Someone is waiting for you to change their lives. Take care of you first, and you're going to be able to take care of way more people. Until next time, make it a wonderful day. It's Francois from howtobecomemore.com. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.